This week on Crime World... There was a Republican police from 1920. I mean, the IRA was effectively trying to run an underground government. And actually, there was a crime wave. 1919-1920, there's a wave of bank robberies, post office robberies, robberies of individuals, robberies of pubs in Dublin and in rural areas as well. So the IRA tried to actually clamp down on that. They, on occasion, solving bank robberies and giving the money back to the banks. Now, I'm Nicola Talent, and you can listen to my podcast, Crime World, wherever you get your podcasts. Shachtan, an Indo Askeliga. Time in Mon Europe, the end of Chacht Erechor. Agasuligum, a Makan Shah, Gurfeder Echor, Inuik Kart, Len of Winterfein. Skilti, Fis, Turmi. Tashe Dochretche, Nach Vetoch, Ara, Igornamion, on Kestin Echol. Vientalam Aginom Griv, Orkar Nrachtum. Find us on all the usual podcast platforms. If you like the Indo Daily, you can follow us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're starting the process of electing a new leader of the Conservative Party. The party will have a new leader. The nation will have a new Prime Minister. Today on the Indo-Daily. The weather is hotting up and so too is the race to become UK Prime Minister. The Tory leadership contest is separating the chaff from the, well, not so chaff. But Conservative MPs are worried the rows in the leadership debates is actually doing damage to the Tories. I think this whole thing is unedifying and all attempts to paint me as an out-of-touch individual will fail. Liz, you've been both a Liberal Democrat and a Remainer. I was just wondering which one you regretted most. I am somebody who was not born into the Conservative Party. I saw kids at my school not get the proper educational standards that you might have got at your school, Rishi. I'm Fiannan Sheehan, and today on the Indo-Daily, I'm joined by political correspondent for the Irish Independent, John Downing, to look at the front-runners in the race and ask, what will a new British leader mean for Ireland? In a post-Boris Johnson world, the view in Dublin is the only way for British-Irish relations is up. Whoever gets this job and succeeds Johnson. John, will you briefly explain the election process for Tory leader? Yeah, it's a kind of, it, it winds up being a beauty contest. I mean, you get, a, it started with 11. You get uh, people with delusions of adequacy. You get people who are very seriously profiling themselves to uh, get a, a heavy hitting government post eventually. And among them, you'll have two or three who are serious contenders. The 358 MPs vote and eliminate uh, the, the various contenders as they go. Eventually, the idea is they will choose two who will go to the, uh, will be put before the uh, party rank and file. Uh, between 1,500 and 2,000 people, about 2.9% of the population uh, will vote uh, to, to choose the leader ultimately. That will happen later this week. We expect, at time of speaking to you, Fanon, uh, we have three for two who are serious uh, contenders. They are the Chancellor of the Exchequer. We would call him the Finance Minister this side of, 
of the Water, Rishi Sunak. There is the Foreign Secretary, Liz Truss. And there's the former minister, Penny Mordaunt, who, by the way, has links to Gorey, County Wexford. So, the 60-year-old-plus members of the Tory party in the Shires will decide who is the next Prime Minister. Absolutely. Predominantly male, over 60, in uh, snug, if not smug, uh, well-fixed people. They will choose the next Prime Minister who not only will will, uh, run government in the United Kingdom of Great Britain, but also have a big impact on Irish affairs. So there you have it, Rishi Sunak, a real Brexiteer from day one. So, Rishi Sunak presenting himself as the grown-up. Tell us about his his family background. Yeah, interesting guy and, and very interesting. I mean, in fairness to the Tories, and I've never been in the business of trying to be fair to the Tories, but... This is a very diverse election. Uh, people of different race, people of different ethnic origins, and a very prominent role for women in the election. You'll notice that two uh, of the, the three who are likely to make the final cut uh, are women. Quite interesting. Rishi Sunak, uh, family, father and mother from the Punjab in India, uh, the father a doctor, the mother a pharmacist, uh, a very high achieving kind of bookish household uh, where he, he went uh, to an expensive school. He went to Oxford, won all kinds of scholarships, very bright man in politics since 2015 and definitely the grown up because some of these people, I mean, really and truly, they're a wet week in politics. They have no government experience. This man has been in charge of the till and that is usually a path to power. I have a clear plan to get our economy growing quickly. We need to implement the radical reforms I set out as Chancellor to the way businesses are taxed to make our country the best place in the world to invest more, train more and critically to innovate more. How has he fared as Chancellor of the Exchequer? Well, it seems to be uh, he's he's been there at a time when uh, he didn't really get to do what uh, he really wants to do, which is run a low tax, low spend economy. He was there in time of COVID. He was there under the populist uh, tutelage of Boris Johnson. It was a tax and spend, very reminiscent of the Labour Party. He is now tending, while he's nominally talking about tax cuts, he's let the cat out of the bag. He really wants to go back Uh, particularly in this time of high inflation and the whole lot. He wants to go back to a tight regime. Extraordinarily wealthy, both in his own right and (laughs) married money too. Married money, yeah, he did. did. The boy done good. Uh, True, hugely wealthy himself, his wife, and got got himself into a hat full of trouble uh, earlier this year when it emerged that his wife had non-domiciliary tax status, saved herself by various estimates, anything up to 20 million. Can you in general answer the question as to whether your household finances did benefit or could benefit from the non-domicile status of your wife? 
my wife has made her own statement about these matters. She's always followed all the rules, paid all the tax in the UK that is due and paid tax internationally on her international investments. So uh, that dented his image. Uh, he probably should have gone at that point, but he didn't. Uh, so he's trying to claw his way back. He, um, he dumped, unceremoniously pulled the plug on Boris Johnson. Uh, hoping that will pave the way back for him. Was he considered a plotter against Boris Johnson before that point where he where he, he said he no longer had confidence in him? I don't have that impression, Fanon. I felt that, uh, he, of course, he could well have been a plotter because they don't always tell you when they're <laughs> plotting, you see. But uh, he seemed to be a loyalist and that really made it a hammer blow for Johnson when he did pull the plug. And the things he said, like we need to be serious, we need to be trustworthy, we need to be sincere, you know, for all of that, Reid, Johnson, you're none of those things. Good luck. So, investment banker lives in a mansion, Chancellor Exchequer, should be prime candidate. How will he fare, though, amongst the Tory grassroots? Tory, that's a very, very interesting challenge. Uh, as we've been saying earlier, this is a very diverse election. You would ex you'd be far more expecting it of Labour to have people of different ethnic origins, more women. Question is, will the 60-plus snug smugs in the shires choose a person of colour? It's the unspoken one. It's hardly even been addressed so far in, in this sort of woke times, in these woke times. The issue of race, will they choose him? Perhaps they will. It will be. And if they do, all credit to them. Our leadership has to change. It needs to become a little less about the leader and a lot more about the ship. I'm Penny Mordant. Next up, and I'm ready to serve. Penny Mordant, considered very popular uh, amongst the uh, the Tory grassroots, and she's from technically Gory in County Wexford. Absolutely, a yellow belly, no less. Indeed, indeed, and uh, not a great year for the yellow bellies. Uh, but never, you'd never know. Maybe poor Penny Mordant will win the, will become the next Prime Minister, which would be a boost for for people down Gory way. Um, an interesting woman. Somewhat different, a uh, bit light in the experience uh, department uh, of political office, but able and obviously fiercely ambitious. Uh, allegedly, or reputedly, the only uh, Navy reservist in the British House of Commons. She's uh, had, had a career as, as a, a Navy reserve officer, uh, was once an ex, a, a magician's assistant when she was paying her way through college. Um, able and capable, has come under ferocious attack from the mainstream right-wing Tory media, which, you know, of itself speaks uh, for itself, really, that she is a very serious contender. And yet she was in favour of leave. She does pretty much cast herself in a kind of a, a Thatcherite mode. So what's the issue? Is, is it her lack of experience? Uh, principally her lack of experience. Probably, to be very honest about it, kind of latent sexism as well. 
which will emerge in different ways. They try to trivialize her and criticize, you know, various things about her appearance and this, that and the other. Um, they're all leave, by the way, Finon, all these people. We have to get out. That ship has sailed. Pop culture wise, Penny Mordaunt, she's gone on a, on a gap year to, to Romania and worked in charity. She was on the, the George W. Bush campaign trail, as you said, magician's assistant. Also a reality TV star. She's completely terrifying, um, the whole process. Um, scaring about wearing a swimsuit, scary about uh, jumping off high, high boards. Um, and the dive I'm doing on the night hasn't been attempted before on Splash. In a, a diving contest, yes. Splash. Splash, yeah. Uh, she also went to Reading University, which in the parlance across the water is a red brick university. Uh, one of the one of the major things to emerge from the crock that was uh, Boris Johnson's term as uh, almost three years as prime minister was the predominance of Oxford. 11 of the last 15 prime ministers went to Oxford and it, that that ain't helpful this time out. By the way, the other two for three, Rishi Sunak and Liz Truss are uh, Oxford people. She is describing herself as the the candidate that the Labour Party would fear the most uh, as an opponent to Keir Starmer. We do not win the next general election. All those opportunities and the vision that the British people had from us leaving the European Union will not be realised. We must win that election. I am your best shot at winning that election. I am the candidate that Labour fear the most. Does she have a point there? I think she does. Uh, she's lots of things that Keir Starmer isn't. Uh, he's uh, he's worthy but dull. And uh, yeah, she, she would have a certain spark and sparkle, which, you know, gets through. And of course, politics and particularly big elections are decided by people who take in their uh, politics uh, kind of long distance with a long spoon. They have a glancing uh impression of the whole thing and certainly she has the potential to create that sort of popular dancing good impression and yet also uh, criticized for not having attention to detail uh, not really knowing her stuff around Brexit also the, the the trans debate she has become involved in the, in the culture wars they are legally recognized in law but they are not biological women I don't believe that we should be on an equal footing in sport and raise that issue four years ago. Uh, and I also had concerns about the volume okay. of young girls going into those services. Yes, uh, while um, the, the issue here is whether or not, um, obviously it's a very loaded and difficult topic at all times. Uh, there are additional aspects to it when you when you see it uh, through a conservative party prism. Uh, they instinctively dislike it, very many of them, and particularly the members who will be making the ultimate decision here intensely dislike it. But it comes down in media debates, it comes down to uh, claims that she hasn't always been uh, quite truthful in her presentation of the facts, that she was essentially quite woke 
but more recently has has gravitated to the other side of the argument, a more traditional and classic small C conservative end of things. Yeah, and on the one side, her grandfather, Ned Mordaunt, uh, jailed during the Civil War for his his Republican sympathies. On the flip side, her father was in the, the Parachute Regiment. So she's probably the candidate that is least familiar to us here in Ireland. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, of the three would be uh, very much an unknown quantity. With the hope in Ireland, whoever comes through this, as I say, they're all leavers, they're all pretty ardent, this, that and the other. Uh, the hope is that we get a pragmatist. So, somebody who is familiar to us here in Ireland is Liz Trust because she's been Foreign Secretary and she has mastered this breach of the protocol, basically, or, 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 or yeah. basically carried that baton Absolutely. quite strongly for yes, Boris Johnson. Yes, uh, and didn't seem remotely uncomfortable with it. The Northern Ireland Protocol is undermining the functioning of the agreement and of power sharing. It has diverted trade and meant people in Northern Ireland are being treated differently from people in Great Britain. Presented the legislation in the House of Commons uh, last month and is nominally at least driving it on this horrifically damaging thing which is heading towards a trade war raising questions about the future of the Irish border or maybe more likely uh, the Republic of Ireland's status as a member of the EU single market. Uh, it, it is very poor and very dangerous stuff indeed, but that that is Liz Truss. What's her background? Uh, she's in politics for a while. She, is, uh, she has tried in a very ham-fisted way to present herself as a latter-day Maggie Thatcher, uh, mimicked photographs, iconic photographs of Maggie in a tank, uh, variously in kind of military settings. Um, she presents herself as the new Maggie, which of course sends people to go back and look at her background. Her father and mother were labor people, labor activists and voters. In college, she flirted with the Liberal Democrats, was a member for a while, was a remainer in the, uh, in the referendum, but is now very ardently leave because that's the way the thing has gone. So <clears throat> her supporters argue that a bit like Penny Mordaunt, that she's uh, the victim of, of this sort of latent sexism in the Tory right-wing media, Others say, look, she's just a very silly woman who will go with uh, whatever the traffic will take. Her chances of winning, so, or even making the final two. Uh, she, she has uh, persistence and, and considerable force of character. Right, so if you are Michal Martin or indeed Leo Varadkar, which of these three do you want to see becoming the Prime Minister of the UK and possibly visiting them in, in Downing Street or even checkers if relations improve? Well, I mean, obviously, Fanon, when you ask, they say, well, you know, listen here, it's, it's, we, we wouldn't be talking about other people's business, so to speak. But I, it, it strikes me, and from all I've heard and hanging around for years listening to this, it would have to be Rishi Sunak. He's a money man. He's a figures man. Uh, what is becoming increasingly apparent 
but it hasn't dawned on your average British voter just yet, is the damage uh, being done to the UK economy by the way Brexit is being managed. And it's been masked by COVID. It's been masked by the war in Ukraine. But heading towards a trade war, having disrupted the one relationship they really want, which is the UK-USA special relationship, as they always describe it, that has to be fixed. In that case, the hope and the fervent hope in Dublin, uh, and it's, it's little more than hope, is that pragmatism will kick in here. They'll just do a workable compromise with Brussels. Brussels will give them the optics, the cosmetics to allow them to sell it as uh, uh, something of a win and it can be tidied away. The Bra- uh, Northern Ireland's special trade status goes back. Uh, British-Irish trade is, un- is undisrupted and life goes on. So Rishi Sunak, the choice of Dublin or Brussels. <laughs> that would seem to be my there's, thing. There's the kiss of death for his, yeah, his indeed, leadership. Yeah. You wouldn't want to be shouting about that one. And my thanks to John Downing. I'm Fiona Sheen and today's episode was produced by Mary Carl, researched by Gareth Mulhall, with sound design by John Smith. Archive clips from ITV, the BBC, Sky News and the London Independent. If you enjoy the Indo Daily, don't forget to like, follow and leave us a review.